Well, hello, and it's December. It is December. We are in Advent uh, season uh, for the church calendar. I pray it's been a uh, encouraging season to you so far as we celebrate the coming of uh, Jesus, his incarnation. It's a wonderful truth to think about. It's reassuring um, to see God keeping his promises, and it uh, it encourages us and assures us uh, as Christians on this side of the cross that uh, if God kept his promise to send Jesus the first time, he will keep his promise, and Jesus will come again for his second coming, and we look forward to that to that day. So Advent is a uh, season, a time of um, both expectation, we look forward to Jesus coming again, but also a time of uh, remembrance and gratefulness uh, for Jesus coming, being born as a baby, the baby king. And um, yeah, good times, good times. So what I want to do for a, a few episodes, probably just three, is um, look at some familiar uh, songs that we sing uh, this time of year, I hesitate to ca- call some of them uh, Christmas songs, and I'll tell you why here in a moment. But um, so, want to look at some of our favorite songs, some of my favorite uh, songs that we sing around the Advent season, and um, I am actually going to uh, play the songs, and then I'd like to look at some of the truth behind the songs, the truth that really make the songs great. Um, so that's what we're going to do. So today we're actually going to do uh, Joy to the World. Um, when the angels greeted the shepherds in Luke 2, verse 10, it says, And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Um Good news of great joy that the Savior has come. He's born. Um, that's good news. That's good news of not just little joy, some joy, but great joy. Good news of great joy. So we're going to look at joy to the world, and I will play it. Hopefully, it's not horrible, and sing it, and um, we'll kind of we'll just we'll look at it, and we'll go from there. How's that sound? You you can't really stop me, right? I guess you could. You could turn off the podcast, but please don't do that. So here we go. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her Prepare him a room in heaven and nature sing, and heaven and nature sing, and heaven and heaven nature sing. Joy to
just want to kind of go through the verses and look at some of the wonderful truth joy to the world the lord is come we see that when god comes when the savior comes there is joy there's a big emphasis in the song of the savior is the king the lord is the king joy to the world the lord is come let earth receive her king so this baby jesus that was born was not just any normal baby in many ways he was the lord he is the king of all and let every heart prepare him room heaven and nature sing jesus coming the king coming when the king comes uh, brings joy and the proper response is praise and heaven and nature sing that includes everything everything uh, praising the king praising uh, the lord um we see that in revelation there's just so much praise in revelation uh, when jesus comes back it will be a, a jubilant time of praise as it was when he first came for behold i bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people and then you'll if you remember from luke 2 the angels sing glory to god in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased praise praise but when we think about one thing i would like to help you with is that when you sing these songs whether it be in church or at home uh, think about the lyrics they're not just catchy tunes um that we sing once a year i wish we would sing them more and in fact joy to the world was written by isaac watts and um, he didn't even celebrate christmas so i'm not so sure that he wrote this as a christmas song but just to teach that truth that jesus has come think through it joy to the world the lord is come let earth receive her king this is momentous this is big this is huge the king has come Think about that. The king has come. And when the king comes, things change. You think back to Genesis when Adam and Eve have had sinned and God comes after them in the garden. A lot changed. They hid. And then God pronounced a curse. But within that curse, we'll see in a moment, there was a promise. So we go on. Joy to the earth, 
the Savior reigns. Once again, that the, the, this is the Savior, but he's not just any Savior. He's a Savior King. He is the Savior King. The Savior reigns. Let men their songs employ. Repeat the sounding joy. The reign of our great Savior King brings joy. Brings joy. So if you're asking yourself, how can I have joy? Well, it is by being under the reign of our Savior and King, Jesus Christ. That brings joy. That's where joy is found. Repeat the sounding joy. It goes on and on and on. And it's all creation. While fields and floods, rocks, hills and plains. Repeat the sounding joy. It's over and over and over. My mom is notorious for being able to listen to the same song over and over and over. Just on repeat. Remember as a kid we were on a trip and she listened to... Uh, Here I am to worship for two hours. It's a great song. I love the song. Um, I didn't then, obviously. I don't. <laughs> she might have been the only one in the car uh, that did. But we should never tire of repeating the sounding joy of being under the reign of our Savior King. It seems a bit paradoxical, doesn't it, to have a a savior king he comes and he saves his people from their sins but with the savior comes the kingdom mark teaches us that jesus preached that the kingdom of god is at hand he preached the kingdom uh, the gospel of the kingdom savior king probably the third verse of joy to the world i think is my most favorite no more let sins and sorrows grow nor thorns infest the ground. He comes to make his blessings flow far as the curse is found. The curses that we find in Genesis 3 begin to be rolled back with the coming of this great Savior, King Jesus. No more let sins and sorrows grow nor thorns infest, the, infest the, the ground. Jesus coming. God the Son taking on our nature, the God-man. Very God of very God, very man of very man. It's coming, and he he comes, and he crushes the head of the serpent which we find in Genesis 3:15 and because of that sin is dead it's defeated death is defeated the curse that's on the ground is beginning to be rolled back we may not see it but it's happening no more let sins and sorrows grow nor thorns infest the ground he comes this is key he comes to make his blessings flow and where does he make his blessings flow for as the curse is found well how far is the curse found the whole earth it's all over the curse is everywhere everywhere and he comes to roll it back to defeat it 
And one day we ex- look forward as Christians and hopefully with eager expectation when Jesus will come and sin will not wreak havoc anymore. It won't cause little girls to have cancer. It won't cause old people to have cancer. It won't cause people to go into their own workplace and kill their co-workers. It won't cause terrorists to go into theaters and shoot people. Because it'll be gone. Sin will be no more. He comes to make his blessings flow. So we learn that this King, Jesus, the Savior, the Lord, is not stingy. He comes to make his blessings flow. Not trickle. Not drip. But flow. He comes to make his blessings flow. I almost imagine it being like trying to drink Niagara Falls. All the blessings that were secured for the people of God because the Savior King came. Because our Lord Jesus Christ came. And we also, once again, we look forward to all the blessings that this Savior King will bring to us when he comes again. Good stuff. That's a great verse. No more let sins and sorrows grow nor thorns infest the ground. He comes to make his blessings flow far as the curse is found. The Lord has come. Let earth receive her king. The Savior reigns. Let sins and sorrows grow no more, nor thorns infest the ground. This king makes his blessings flow, and he rules the world not with a heavy hand, but with truth, grace, righteousness and love he rules the world with truth and grace he rules the world with truth he will always do what's right jesus can do no wrong he will always do what is right and he does it with grace he does it with grace kindness and truth are the dominating characteristics of his rule he rules the world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glories of his righteousness do we ever think about the glories of the righteousness of christ we should the glories of his righteousness. It's the glories of his righteousness that secures our justification before God our Father. Have you ever wondered at his love? That he was motivated by love for God the Father? Love for his sheep? The wonders of his love. That in reality and truth... Jesus operates always towards his sheep with love and out of love and because he loves them. It is truly wonderful, isn't it? Love, grace, 
That's our King. That's our Savior. That's our Lord. See, Advent, Christmas, this time of year is not just, you know, we make it sentimental and, and um, can often lose focus of what's important. That this day is not just about spending time with family, although I enjoy spending time with family. I look forward to spending time with my family. But the Lord is come. The Lord came. The King came. The Savior King came. That should cause us to sing. It should cause us to repeat the sounding joy. It should cause us to bask in His love that He makes His blessings flow everywhere. There's not an inch on this earth where Christ does not make His blessings flow. That he rules the world and he rules my life with truth and grace. And his righteousness is glorious and it's wonderful. And it has secured my relationship with God. None of that is possible if Jesus didn't come. Wonderful truth. What a wonder. It truly is the most wonderful time of the year as we look at our Savior, our King, who was born to die and to be raised from the dead on the third day. It's what we look looked forward to. And that's, I, that's why we sing so much during this season. And we, we love it. I mean, honestly, do you not just sit in your car and hum or whistle? Or even sing some of these tunes, these songs, while you're driving. I know I do. I was uh, rocking Nora earlier, just trying to hum joy to the world to her, um, hoping to calm her down a little bit. I did. It, it didn't. Ha- it didn't help. But we got her to mommy, and she was okay. If I could challenge you to do one thing during this season, this time, it would be the seriously give thought and interact with the wonderful truth that are in these songs i think you'll notice a theme that many of them have to do with not only our savior coming but that our king has come oh come all ye faithful joyful and triumphant oh come ye oh come ye to bethlehem come and behold him um Born this blessed morning, I think. O come, let us behold, adore him. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us adore him. Christ the Lord. The King. Christ the Lord. Our King. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Think about these songs. Just don't sing them. I think they can become so familiar because we sing them year after year after year. And I, I, I know I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm a worship pastor and I, I, you know, I'm responsible for leading my congregation in, in worship of song uh, to God with these songs. And I know that it's, it's easy just to, to do it and not think about it. So there you go. Joy to the world, the Lord has come. I hope that this season of Advent finds you um, 
in joy and enjoying God and enjoying our Savior. And I pray that your joy would grow as we go through this season. Thanks for listening, guys, and we will be back with you next Monday.